Hey, welcome back. Here you are again with Sarcasm Colored Glasses and your host, Jay. So um, I've got a lot to cover here today. Um, there's a lot going on in the, uh, well, let's say there's always been the big debate of the DC versus Marvel. Who does what better? Um, it's kind of always been, I guess everybody's really agreed that Marvel really does the movies better and DC's got the shows down. But there's many levels to that. Uh, most of that is really uh, with Marvel, they they had the plan. And they've had the plan for a long time. And they executed that plan exactly the way they wanted to. And that's what's really, you know, driven and pulled the fans out ahead towards them. Because, you know, they started out with this idea of we've got like our end game. Um, spoiler <laughs> is that they want to have the create this universe w around the Avengers and everybody involved with the Avengers and all that type of things. And to initiate this end game, what they did is they started from the beginning. They started dropping your, your one movie, you know, you've got your intro movie, you've got your Iron Man, you've got your Hulk. Then they meet the Thor, you meet Captain America, and then you bring them all together and bam, you've got the Avengers. And then for your next phase, what you do is you've got your second, movies of them and then introducing other ones and exploring more into things and then you've got your second avengers and then so on and so forth and your phase two you've got introduction to netflix where you where in the uh, with the introduction to netflix you've got basically the same plan you've got your daredevil jessica jones luke cage and then iron fist and you pull them together and then you've got your defenders and then you start with season two, three, four, and so on and so forth. Due to the uh, Disney Plus acquisition, um, our dreams of that continuing on really kind of faded off. And they ended up doing wanting to do something completely different. And also, the Defenders didn't fly as well as people wanted it to. Because uh, mostly, because the... The way they did it is, and, and and I like the way they did it. Each ep, each episode, each series was while they were going to bring them together was all they had different aspects, and also you would have a different crowd following them. So in that, you end up having different people liking for different reasons or different people not liking, and so the biggest one obviously a lot of people didn't like Iron Fist or didn't or basically got into the first couple episodes and said you know what. This is not for me. I'm not going to waste my time any further. And so then when the Defenders come out and it's based largely off of what happened in Iron Fist, then people are like, nah, I don't really like this one. And so you didn't get the same thing as, you know, with the movies where everybody watched. Like you had the same crowd. The people that watched Captain America were the people that watched um, Iron Man and the Hulk and stuff like that. So... When you watched Avengers, you had already gotten all of this um, beginning starting ground. You weren't missing anything. So, um, you know, ev everything's got its pluses and minuses. So, but anyway, but I'm not here to talk about Marvel. I'm here to talk about DC and the DC universe. And so that was Marvel's plan. And DC didn't necessarily have a plan or, you know, I mean, I wasn't sitting in any kind of uh, offices with their head honchos talking about what was going on or what they were going to go forth with, but 
as far as what we can see for what actually ended up ha happening, right? So DC is like, I mean, they've been making their movies for even even longer, kind of. I mean, you talk about way back and you've got, you know, the original Batman and um, things were dropped out at that time. But that was before we had our superhero universe movies. They were just movies about superheroes. And if you really want to, like, why is this so important? Why is this a big deal? Um, why does it matter that um, you've got your Dark Knight series and then you've got your Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman not relating to each other? Why should that bother people? Well, if you really run back to what movies were about pre this whole MCU, DCU thing, is we didn't have this whole aspect of movies relating to each other it was just you go to see a movie and if you saw a movie that was related to it it would be a sequel of that movie so as fans we're just you know we've taken the the comics and all of, all the things because comics basically are universe the comics are they created stories and they created a world and these are things that we take as fact the same fact that we do as you know um I don't know, some factual thing that's in real life, whatever, can't think of it. Um, but you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so and so you've got your your Wikipedias become Wikipedias. They become fandom. And so, and this is basically something where, you know, say you're watching um perfect example. So, and here I'm using Marvel as my example for everything, but at the uh, end of what was that, Infinity War? Yeah, where where you know Nick Fury, he 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 does the text, and you see the symbol. And if you weren't a particular Marvel fan, or if like me, you just forgot, and you're like, "What does that mean?" And then what's the first thing that I did when I walked out of theater? I'm like, I'm sitting there googling, and I'm saying, "What does the symbol mean that Nick Fury texts, or who's Nick Fury texting?" And then bam, it pops up, and it says Captain Marvel. And then I'm like, "Oh snap! I forgot about that. That's supposed to be the next movie." And then I recognize the symbol from you know the games that I played, and also um. I mean, very limited um, experience to uh, uh, exposure to Captain Marvel. And, uh, but, you know, I, I had seen her before and, you know, and I remember things like that, but it's, and that's where I'm getting at because you remember these stories and then these stories are brought into here and it's just like a tiny little symbol brings you onto something and you're searching the internet and you're searching the internet for what? You're searching the internet for facts. And these facts are things that are coming from comics, right? But you think about it, this is a fantasy world. None of this is real. But because we as a fan base and everything, we have put it into our own fact, right? So it's the same thing with the, when I was talking about Star Wars, you know, the canon. And this is our canon for for Marvel, for DC and stuff. Or the comics are our canon. This is the the facts that we show to be self-evident or whatever the heck line from... Abraham Lincoln knows, whatever. But these are things that we have established through the writing and everything else that these are, this is the facts from this universe, right? And so 
them taking this and bringing this into movies where it's never been there before, where you could watch one movie and a completely different movie, even directed by something by somebody completely different, written by somebody completely different, and just a mention of it bringing you back to that one. And then your nerd brain goes crazy. And it's just like, wow, oh my God, that's, it's like they just mentioned this movie in this other movie. And that, that brings it to fact, okay? That gives legitimacy to this universe. And that's why we get so excited about it. And so when you have things and... I'm going to touch on this real quick because um, Birds of Prey, for example, which, um, of course, I'm going to see it. I'm going to talk about it. And my feelings about it are very weird. <laughs> I, I did like it. And this is this is why, because, you know, if you are a fan and you know facts from comics, then, you know, Birds of Prey is um, it's a. I don't want to say superhero group or anything, but it's a, a team up, you know, and it's focused around um, Batgirl as Oracle, you know, after she's, you know, had her back broken, she's in, she's the girl in the chair and with Huntress and I can't remember who else was involved, but this is the team up that we are familiar with from our fact, our, our, our canon, our fantasy lore, whatever you want to call it. And so... They've taken that name and used it for something completely different, you know, just to show, like, to have a Harlequin movie. You can have a Harlequin movie without using something else that you, and, it, and, and I don't understand why they do things like this. It's something that you know, you like, you've taken the name, you didn't just make it up, right? You know, we know that you took it from the comics, but you're taking it from the wrong comic, and... I don't understand that. And that's what baffles me about it. And, you know, I've been hearing that this movie's got, like, you know, great reviews and Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, which baffles me. Because if you're looking at the trailers, it looks like complete garbage. But if you think about it, okay, so just uh, trailers portray things differently. And so just being that, you know, and I'm the one who's standing here telling you you always have an open mind about things, take things as they are. So, you know, I I was going to see this thing anyway, whether I said it was good reviews or not. But regardless that's what i'm talking about right now so anyway you've got this thing where they've taken the wrong thing out of the wrong comics and made it into moving it and that messes with our thoughts you know because you're taking what we believe to be true and presenting it in a false way and in something that you're saying is canon so then it confuses us you know so then you're like but this doesn't make any sense you know you're saying this is true but then you're saying that that's not true so it's like but it could have been so easy if they just said sirens right you know um harlequin and the sirens or whatever because that is exactly what it is right you know if you are familiar with the truth of the fantasy lore or whatever so I digress, but so on, and this is why I am t- talking about the DC world. That's 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 future tense stuff that we're going to be talking about. But to show as example of where why we get so excited and why we get so upset um, about things like this, and uh, where we start nerd raging and crap. But I'm not here to talk about all the bad things about DC. I'm actually here to talk about the amazing things that. DC has done that people have not even realized. And it's, as I said, in their shows. And in their shows, they basically created it from 
the you know what we call now is the Arrowverse, right? So while you've had your DC, it's been spread all over the place, and this is why I say like you know they're they don't necessarily have a plan, you know, and uh, because you know they've had. They had Supergirl on CBS. They had Constantine on NBC. And then they had their, their Arrowverse shows on WB, which slowly grew to be the central hub of the, their superhero shows, right? Um, and that hub was out while these other shows came out, which is so weird because it's like, okay, if you already have this established, why the hell are you spreading it all out? And um, But regardless, and Constantine, I watched it, it only had one season, but... Um, if you're a fan of Supernatural, it's basically Supernatural season one. You know, you've got your demon that stole somebody you loved and they're in hell and you're, you know, fighting, trying to find them and, uh, along the way fighting other demons and ghosts and all these things. And it's quite in, in a comical way too, as well, you know, being serious, but comical, you know, and he's got that British, like snarky, snarky, like British attitude, you know? Um, Supergirl season one, I also watched, it was complete, complete garbage. And I can't, I can't stress that enough how garbage it was. Um, oh God, it gets me so mad, but I forced myself through it. Actually, I started watching it in the beginning and then got a couple episodes and I go to my wife and I'm like, you want to watch any more of this? Cause you know, and, and she's like, nah, and then we're like, okay, you know what? I'm done with this. But then they flip the script on us and they say like okay you know what supergirl's coming to the well first they said supergirl's canceled and they're like yeah duh this so sucks you know and apparently taking like a million dollars an episode to do which cbs could not afford and so but rather than just throwing the idea out because like they wanted to do supergirl and it was a great idea um but they just did it so poorly and so CW is like, you know what, give me, give me, give me this. I got to fix this, you know? So then they're like, okay, season two is going to be on CW. And then it's like, whoa, okay now. So now this is going to be worth my time. So what I did is I forced myself through it. And not going to lie, painful as hell. Painful. I can't express that as much. Uh, but, you know, it, it began to get endearing, you know? It was, it was trash, but it was endearing trash, you know? And so I forced myself through it. And then season two comes on CW. And what kills me, first two minutes of the, the show, they recap anything of worth out of season one. And, and I was like, damn, I could have just watched this recap and been good because anything they didn't show in there really wasn't worth it. Um, and But then on top of that, they ended up turning it into an amazing show. I mean, the story, the power and everything, yeah, Supergirl can be like, you know, like a little cheesy and, you know, her like do-goodery fashion. But I mean, come on. I mean, that that's what Supergirl, Superman is. You know, we're not changing what things are. When you change Superman and you make him brooding and angry and stuff, people get mad, right? So obviously. So, you know, it is what it is, you know? So like Fantastic Four, you have to take it for what it is. You can't make it into something else just because that's what the type of thing that has been selling for other things. So they kept Supergirl to what she is, okay? And done fucking well, you know? And they have like very passionate, strong, written stories that are meaningful and also relevant too. Um, but let me not just like 
wheel off on Super Bowl because I could be here forever talking about that because it's so, so underrated, but came out of such garbage originally. And so, but my whole point of this is, so they brought it into there and then they ended up, they grabbed Constantine too, not the show, but the character. You know, they they brought him on Arrow um, in relation to, you know, of course, you know, there's like a demon and magic and stuff like in a, in a very bad season of Arrow, but having Constantine in there was like, holy crap, this is cool. And then they worked him in more and more. And then he ended up in Legends as like a, as a stable character. And so and this is where I'm going at here with DC and our shows and the DCU. So they they started out in this. They did the same plan that, that Marvel did. Um is they started out with Arrow and then Barry Allen shows up on there and and then he goes off into his own show and then they have a crossover and then you have the legends basically spawning out of both shows it's having a character from here a character from there and then they, they get their own show and then they have a crossover and so forth and so forth. And then you keep growing shows and growing shows. Um, and then, you know, they brought Supergirl. When they got Supergirl back on the CW, they had a crossover with that. So then the crossover was bigger and bigger. And so, and it became a yearly thing. But here's what I really want to talk about. So at the, the first episode of The Flash, the first thing they talk about is, you know, they show that news clipping from the future flash disappears in crisis now my nerd brain started flipping out because like for marvel i read civil war and that was my heart storm like when they made that into a movie i'm like oh my god that's my favorite comics because it's one of those things that really set set the tone for not just set the tone but it was like a huge part of the of a comic series right that set like the whole world now, Crisis on Infinite Earths was the huge, hugest thing in DC. So to mention that, it's, I, I, I can't even express it, how amazing that is. Because like, you know, I read that and it was such a powerful, great thing. And it basically, it set the whole DC world, well, reset. Um, because, you know, comics... Back in the day, if we want to do a little bit of history, written by different people, submitted all together, right? So you've got multiple different versions of Superman and Supergirl, Power Girl, all these different things. And so, and how do you count this for when you're trying to create a factual universe? So what they did is they said, like, okay, you know what? These are all on different Earths. These are different versions of the same thing. This is like, you know, what if uh, the Flash came from here? What if Supergirl ended up, um, I don't know, she ended up here or there. You know, it's, um, you know, parallel view universe theories. I don't really need to go through that view. Because if you're listening to this, then you know that type of stuff. So anyway, it's all about having different worlds, right? And so... Through Crisis on Infinite Earths, which basically, you know, there's the whole, the universe of all these different Earths with parallel versions of everything. And the Crisis being, and by the way, this is going to be heavy in spoilers, um, but still freaking watch it. It's worth it. Um, I don't even got to what I'm telling you to watch anyway. But <laughs> so uh, 
the, the whole crisis being that these worlds are slowly being destroyed and disintegrated. Um, I'm not going to get into the whole story of what it, what it's about. That's relevant. But um, the end game of all of this is basically that once all these worlds are destroyed, one is birthed. And so then you have Earth Prime, which will be like, say, everything comes all together, right? And so all these different stories, all these everything, it basically gave reasons for having all these things and then created into one thing, one story, one fact, right? And then, of course, and then others start sprouting off from that, um, you know, to give the license for things. But you, you've got your main primary thing. And so that brings everything together. It gives us our fandom sites and it gives us our things where we can look up history. But it's funny, if you actually do like... Um, fandom a lot of these uh dc characters it <laughs> the the story of it and just do one just for fun but you'll see like how there's different versions of everybody and they're like oh golden age silver age and like everybody has a completely different backstory i'm like is this the same character but anyway that's just how i mean that's how things that went in comics that's how they're going to do you know in our things from now because that's what we're basing off right so anyway from that first episode of uh flash you see that thing and there's mentioned crisis and then you're like holy crap you know and so you know you're leading up in it and if you um spoiler for the comic the end of crisis um barry allen and supergirl basically sacrifice themselves um uh through the speed force and to save the entire universe so and then supergirl ended up getting rebooted later on um and then um the Flash, you know, then it's Wally West becomes a Flash, and then and then Kid Flash and stuff like that. Um, but so you know, what does that mean for us? And they're saying like, okay, Flash disappears in Crisis, so they're like, wait, this Flash is going to disappear. So that means that you're sticking to the comics, and then they're uh, you know, and as I said, these crossovers they've been happening every year, and they've been building more and more. You know, first you had Crisis on Earth X which showed the, the the Nazi world, you know, where it was basically reverse. Supergirl was Overlord. And, um, and uh, like, uh, the, you know, I forgot what the evil Flash, I think Black Arrow is his name. Yeah, Black Arrow, um, whatever. Uh, the reverse Flash, not reverse Flash, because that's somebody else, but the evil Flash, um, whatever his name, Nazi version is. But Regardless, it doesn't matter. So you've got the, curse, the crisis on Earth X. So it was all about that one Earth, right? Then you've got, um, oh God, what was the name of the other one? It wasn't Infinite, it's Crisis Owner. I don't, I can't remember. But they just keep teasing, teasing at the crisis. And then finally, finally, we are here at the cross where, where really you're going into Crisis on Infinite Earths. And just to top it off, some major things have happened. So one Arrow announced its last season. And this is something where, so... Arrow, it's been an up and down thing. It came out, it was the greatest thing in the world. First season one, season two, amazing, right? And then it started trailing off and then getting worse and worse and worse. And then we're just like, God, this show just seems to end. And then when it finally is ending, then we're like, yes, but no. And, um, but so like in there, you know, they're ending and they're having a short season, right? And the short season is written by the writers of Infinite Crisis. And then you're like, whoa, now I'm interested again. And I have to tell you, the last season hour was so good. Um, they really, I mean, they tied into the whole crisis thing. They, um, they really brought back to life 
the characters that you were so annoyed with um, previously. Uh, and um, also by doing things with the, you know, the future jumps into tw uh, 2040, you know, showing their kids and how their kids are teens and stuff like that. And then bringing their kids together with them. And it, and it, just, it just goes amazing, right? Um, so I have to say that, like, in the, we just had the season finale of Arrow just the other day that I watched. And it was so powerful. And it opened up, it opened up so much. Um, you know, it's like, while it's the end of it, but it also touched on, I mean, you've got the doors open for his daughter being Green Hour in the future. Um, the Canaries. Um, and you've, and, and the big, big drop at the end. John Diggle, Green Lantern. Oh, oh, oh my God. It seemed like, you know, they're doing the talking and stuff. And then, you know, he's about to get in a truck and then you see like a green meteor fall. And it wasn't even green. It was just a meteor fell by him. And I was like, oh my God. No, they're not. No, they're not. Oh my God. Oh my God, they are. And then he opens it up and it's green. And it's like, whoa. And so, you know, John Stewart, right? And so, and we've, we've been waiting for Green Lantern be, to be redone, you know, right right and uh the fact is him oh my god um so anyway so it opened that up and also really just like ending the series off so well because it i i gotta give my uh props to them i really the it was so intense and so doors open there um and then also for crisis as i mentioned in the comics it brought everything to one world right so not only did they bring in more more of their shows into the same thing so like you know this year we've got batwoman we've got black lightning on its season three came into the arrowverse while it had been out and black lightning is definitely another underrated show um i i was i admit i was slow to get it at first because when i watched those first couple episodes i'm like nope nope not doing it and then people are telling me it's like hey you know what's actually really good i'm like what you kidding me i'm like okay maybe i'll watch it on netflix and um season two comes in and I'm seeing the commercials pop up as I'm watching other shows and you know and I was interested I was interested in the daughters and stuff but I'm like I'm like oh, this all this freaking crap and political garbage in the background I'm like I don't want to see that but you know I was intrigued and then people kept telling me and then when they said and of course this is always what gets me is they said that like okay so uh black lightning is going to be in crisis i'm like oh god i'm like okay now i gotta watch this and literally and i cannot like i watched season one and two over a week and i could not stop it was you know once you force past that beginning part then it's just like non-stop roller coaster and you're like okay one more episode one more episode and i can't believe how much i actually like that show um so they brought that in they brought batwoman in but it doesn't stop with that they, you know, they brought in Superman Returns. They brought in um, Smallville. They brought in Lucifer. And this is and this is something that, you know, people don't realize. Like Vertigo Comics is a subsidiary or whatever of DC. So bringing that in, I mean, they it, the world just blew up. Like I said, initially, the whole idea of the things that make us excited is there being one universe of these things tying all together everything has a reason you know and everything's connected this is our truth this is our canon and so and it had like lucifer who was like you know earth 699 or something like that i forgot what the actual uh 
indication was. But basically, they took Titans, um, the new thing that's coming out too with kids. I forgot what it was. I mind slips. But like, um, you've got all of your different DC things that's across all these different platforms, all these directors, everything, and even the Flash from the movies, um, Ezra Miller. All of that, they took and they said, they basically said, okay, this is on this earth. This is on this earth. So you took all that discon discontinuity, discontinuity, whatever. You know the word I'm looking for. You took all of that and you gave it purpose. And you said, hey, you might think that our stuff is all over the place and we don't have a plan. It, it's a bigger plan. It's a bigger world. It's a world so big. And and now, anything that they do, they could be like, oh, yeah, that's just Earth 625, you know? And you basically are opening the door for any show or movie to have a crossover. Now, that is the huge thing about this. Um, and that's something that e even Marvel hasn't even done yet. You know, they their Netflix shows were separate from their their movies while they mention stuff so like if you're watching netflix things and daredevil they talked about you know like superheroes in new york or whatever or you know what happened but they didn't really have too much you never saw thor pop into jessica jones you know or you know luke cage show up in the avengers you know it it, it seems weird right you know um we recognize them in their own worlds but we as far as crossing over you know it's not happening right um so, and one amazing thing that I have to just throw in there, like Runaways and Cloak and Dagger, that crossover, <laughs> nice. Um, but again, coming back to DC, and they basically, this post-crisis has basically opened their door to do anything. And this, as you know, nerds that are looking for this continual type thing, you know, <laughs> We're super pumped. I mean, you should be super pumped. So one thing, and I've been randomly like fucking crazy, uh, but one thing that I really want you to do is like, you know, check out, like, and even if you, like, if you lost track with Arrow or if you, if you never watched this or whatever, watch Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's on the CW app. That's the beautiful thing about the CW app is like, you know, it's, it's one, it's free and you can stream it on your Fire Stick, Roku or whatever the crap you got. Um, and you can watch these things just like that, you know, um, which I'd happen to watch it like, oh man, I miss this, I miss this or whatever. But five-part crisis on infinite earths it it gives you so much it ties ties all the stuff in you don't need a whole lot of backstory um if you've missed out on stuff and it will blow your mind okay and um again yeah, that's what i really want to give to you and i really want to you know plug that get you out there and take this in and then really see the master plan of what DC is doing and plans to do. And that that's all I got for right now. I mean, I got plenty more, but um, <laughs> I don't think you want to hear me ramble on for an hour about like uh, DC and every individual show. Um, but if you do want to hear about any particular shows, like um, maybe you just want to talk about them or anything, you know, just hit me up on Twitter. Um, it's HJ, HJism um, or uh, also in um. What is the other thing? Instagram, 
which is hashtag Jism, and it's spelled out hashtag, not pound sign. And uh, you know, and just uh, you know, give me give me your thoughts on um, what you'd like to hear about. If you want to talk about Supergirl more, if you want to talk about you know Black Lightning or underrated stuff, or uh, I definitely will go more into Marvel in another area. But that's all I got for now. So anyway, I hope you got your prescription filled today, and um, have a good one. See you later.